Good morning, everyone. Thanks for braving the weather with us. Stand up. We're going to sing to the Lord. Our praise awaits you with the dawn. Our soul in the things that you have done. And still we know the best is yet to come.
Aren't you glad to be here this morning? Let's worship. You know, as we were singing that song, I just, uh, I just can't help but think of the great foundation that we have in Christ, and there is no better way to build your life than on Jesus Christ. Amen. And uh, today, I just, uh, just a few announcements talking about how to be a member of the church, what your next steps are, and um, we're just praying the snow holds off, right? So uh, you made it in up the hill, and we're just going to keep going, and uh, and we're just going to keep rolling there. Canopy room downstairs. Then I want to update you also on our birthday gift to Jesus. You know, God has been so good to us, and as uh, you, know, you just wonder, what is God going to do? What you know, we just keep coming before Him, offering these things, and look what God has done. 
So 100% of that is going out to the missionaries all over the world. And we're so thankful. Everybody on there, we were able to give them extra. And we're going to keep sending that out to the mission uh, to the missionaries. We have been strong. God has been moving and using you in a mighty way. Our birthday gift to Jesus, uh, exceedingly abundantly above what we could ask or think. And so I, I'm just so thankful for all that God is doing. And I want to say thank you, church. I see that you're doing that. You are excelling in the grace of giving. That is a sign of spiritual growth. You know, you can give without growing, but you can't grow without giving. And so, uh, as we jump into a new grow, we're going to each week look at a different thing that helps you to grow spiritually. How do I get to know God? How do I grow closer in my faith? And so, we're going to talk about a number of new. Pastor Al's down front. He'll be speaking here this morning. Let's thank God for Pastor Al. Um, he's a wonderful man of God. He does uh, leads our Celebrate Recovery Ministry. Leads a lot of care ministries to our elderly, and uh, he's just a wonderful man. So we're so thankful for Pastor Al. And then also today, I want to encourage you to pick up another prayer journal. There's a February prayer journal. They're out in the foyer there on the table in the center of the foyer. Uh, Please grab one. They're free. We just want to encourage you to keep praying. I've had such good feedback from our 21 days. And if you say, Pastor Ken, I didn't. So I want to encourage you to take that, that February prayer journal. And it's basically just some space for you to hold yourself accountable. And, and journal your... The other thing I want to encourage you to do is to grab the, uh, the message notes. On the way in, we have these uh, the fill-in-the-blanks so that you can follow along with the messages. And just, you know, when you write something down, you'll remember it. And I, I have found that. I, I've been through... I've heard... I want to encourage you. Take those and write them down. And, and even if you never read it again, you'll remember writing it down. And it will go into your heart. And so I want to encourage you to grab those. And then uh, just one other announcement this morning. I want you to be in prayer we lost one of our deacons this week. Bill Best went on to be with the Lord just this morning. Just a few weeks ago, he uh, went into the hospital, and they uh, they said, hey, listen, you have pancreatitis, and they started scanning him, and they found cancer within his lungs, his liver, all over his body, and uh, and they sent him home, and he was home for this past Amen. And he's with the Lord this morning. So I want you to remember them. The, uh, the arrangements will be forthcoming. It will be down at Henny's down there. Sue is his, uh, his sister-in-law, Ron. Uh, Bill was married, and uh, his wife died 23 years ago. And he has kept that big house on the corner of Jew. He would get up and he would pray at 5 in the morning for many of your names. And he was faithful in prayer. He would... Uh, he would always be praying for the needs of the church. Many of you received cards from him. I, I've been to people's homes. When you're sitting into his house this week and as we were praying over him, they showed me, they said, now look, this is his stash of cards. And he had boxes on boxes of cards. He would even keep the cards so organized that he wouldn't send you this. Absolutely. <laughs> Through the pandemic, he, he would come in on Saturday evenings to avoid crowds and he would wear his mask and he had it so tight to his face and to encourage you this morning bill best is with the lord god is doing many great things i want i just want to encourage you to to be in prayer i also want to give our sympathies this morning um to um to don henzy i just couldn't remember her last name for a moment there don henzy uh don was married for 63 years and his wife went to be with the lord and uh, he's here this morning his wife is at her home in heaven and so she was many much grief as well. So God is with us. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we come before you, Lord. We, we thank you for this time, Lord. This is our family when we gather. All those that are online, thank you for allowing us this privilege that we can have online as well we're in person. 
God, we look forward to the great things that you're going to do in our church family. People who have signed up to come and say, yes, I want to be a part of this church. This, will, this is going to be my church home. And, and they're just looking forward to their, their next step of faith, Lord. And, Father, for our, just for our giving, we thank you, Lord, for our strong giving. You have, you have done great things. Lord, as we sang that song this morning, you have done great things. Lord, that is so true. You have done, and you are the strength. You are everything that we need. God, I thank you for men like Bill Best, who lived powerful man of God, quiet behind the scenes, prayer warrior, daily sending cards, strong foundations. Lord, I pray for the Best family this morning, Lord, for Ron and Sue Berger, uh, for all us as a church family, Lord. Many people love Bill dearly, Lord. And so we, we thank you that he is in your presence today. Lord, we, we thank you for he is in your presence today. So, God, we, we just thank you for all that you're doing, and I just ask that you'll be with these families as we grieve and bear one another's burdens, Lord. And I just ask that you will bring a message from your word. In your name we pray. Amen. In the dark, we were away without hope, without light, from
morning, everyone. It's great to see everyone here today. And for those joining us online, we're so glad that you're able to be a part of our service uh, today. How would you see to heartaches, to temptations, to trials, and even to good things if you absolutely knew with certainty that God was with you and he was in all that was happening and he 29 this morning. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock and on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the flood finished these sayings. The crowds were astonished at his teaching. For he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as their scribes. And Jesus was talking. It's amazing that spending time with Jesus in his word is life changing. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 through 17, we read all scripture is inspired or breathed out by God. And it is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction. For he wants us to be complete in him. In fact, Philippians chapter 1, verse 6 tells us, being confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you, God's word is not just a good idea. He wants to breathe his word into us. We have his written word in the form of a love letter consisting of 66 books using three different languages and spanning over three continents. This God-breathed book and passionate love letter to the human race. All right. Isn't that amazing to just know it is all going to be all right. God is, God knows, and God will always be. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. God is not able to lie, and it is always ahead of science. Think about it. Scientists discover, but God, God's thoughts after him. Now, you're not going to read the Bible and say, oh, this is teaching computer science. Man ever discovered it. In fact, it's been said that God determines the laws of science, and then we discover them. Any outdated science books or medical books or computer books? And the thought was, boy, this is a really good book. I can probably take it somewhere and sell it. It's like, uh, sorry, we'll give you a penny for it. Young people say, who would need an encyclopedia? We have the Internet, Right? But encyclopedias, there is a day in history where people were proud to be able to say they door to door and people would just buy them and they'd put it somewhere so people could see we have a set of encyclopedias. But we all much is now outdated. Now we have the Internet and you can just go to the Internet and Google it and you get the get the answer. Isn't that wonderful? It's a great tool. But the where people believe the earth was flat and if you sort of sailed out there. You would do what? You would fall off the face of the earth. But God had said, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them like a tent to dwell in. Not only that, but how the earth is even suspended on nothing. Well, the Greeks used to believe that the earth was held up by Atlas. The Hindus believed that the earth was held up by five elephants and the earth was resting on the snow today. The Egyptians believed that the earth was held on five pillars. 
Well, concerning prophecy, it is on target. More than 300 prophecies about Leo said the following. He said, we go from Malachi to Matthew in one page of our scriptures. But that one piece of paper that separates the Old Testament from the New Testament represents voice wasn't heard. And that silence was broken with the cry of a baby born in Bethlehem. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 20. As they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. God's word is God breathe. It wasn't just a good idea. It wasn't just a bunch of men opening up the fortune cookie. And it's like, what's going to be in you know, my fortune? And sometimes hoping it's a great fortune. And then maybe, just maybe, it's going to come true. Or maybe it'll just, which it will come up. That's a definite, right? Have you ever got a cookie, fortune cookie open up? There's no fortune. I was with somebody once. And he was, a, he was kind of down anyway. You know, but it's one of those things. Well, not only that, but Facebook, they have, I, I call it a game. I've never done it because I'm afraid, like, I'm going to click on something and things are going to go bad. But it'll say, choose a color, and it'll and, and make a choice, and it's going to reveal something about yourself. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty certain that whatever you choose, it's going to say some good things about you. Right? Oh, no, and no. <laughs> but the amazing part is, is this. When we open God's Word, He shows us things about ourselves. And He loves us. And He can also show you how to correct it. He's showing us how much value He has in us because He created us. We weren't an accident. It was His choice. We also have the psychic hotlines. To know that. Guess what? God knows your name. In fact, He knows how many hairs are on your head. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? Because He's God. God says, I know your name. I love you because I love you. And guess what? No strings attached. It's not going to... theme is on target. It's a redemption story all the way through the Bible. From Genesis, Abe's only begotten son, so that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But we're told also, for God did not send his son into the world, no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. In Mark chapter 10, verse 45, Jesus said, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give himself. He said, If I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. He didn't go to the cross to show how strong he was, but he was strong. He didn't go to the cross to prove a point of our sins. Luke chapter 24, verse 27, we're told, And beginning with Moses... And all the prophets were all the way through. In fact, we're told in Genesis chapter 15, 6 about Abraham. It's, we're told, and he a faith relationship with the Lord. Well, the Bible has survived countless attacks through the years. Millions of people have risked and given their lives for God's word. Ports, Scott and Jenny Phillips went to the Dow tribe. That's what they did. They ministered to the people, but they translated the Bible into their language so they could have it. Each book sold over the last 50 years. He found that the Bible far outsold any other book with a whopping, and get this, 3.9 billion copies sold over 50 years. French philosopher Voltaire said this, 100 years from today, the Bible will be a forgotten book. We look at that today and say, uh, flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower falls. But the word of the Lord 
forever. Have you ever seen the bumper sticker? If God said it, and I believe it, that settles it. I don't think that's true. Tell you on my feelings or thoughts. He really isn't. God doesn't say, well, Al, you know, because you disagree, I'm thinking or feeling. He'll help me through the struggles. He'll word is also a life-giving foundation. Lisa Turkless said this. When the world beats you down, open up your Bible. In other words, God has to say. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Elliot wrote the following. She said, the word of God I think of as a straight edge, which shows up our own crookedness. We can't really... It looks pretty straight. And then you put the straight edge against it and think, eh, that's not so good, right? Have you ever done artwork as a kid? And you had to do something. I don't know what class it was for. I was in, I don't know, fifth grade maybe. And so I did a little story about a grouse. And we, you know, certain things from school or whatever. And I looked at this picture and I thought, that's hideous. I mean, it didn't even, I don't know. It was like a stick figure, you know, colored. But it just wasn't good. But God has a way of lining us up. Of the hope we have in him. Because he alone is able to do what he can do. And Helen Keller stated the following. She said, unless we form the habit of going to the... Because we lack equilibrium between light and darkness. She was just saying, go, go in rough times and go in good times. Just keep on spending time. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I've spoken to you are spirit and life. God's word. God time in God's word. God wants to continually do something within us to help us. Because the reality is, is, is God's uh, falling apart and when we think we're on top of the world. When we're in a point of trials and temptations and heartaches and hurts and hang-ups and habits, God to keep us. On October 29, 1997, I was in a hospital room. I wasn't sick. My wife was going to be having a baby bird. And the planned way, what I had been doing for that year, reading something from the Old Testament, something from Psalms, something from Proverbs, and something hold in a day of trouble, and he knows those who take refuge in him. And I thought to myself, boy, God, you are good. We're having a baby today. This is awesome. I got to Psalm chapter 121, verse 1 and 2. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, and this is on the next screen, if we could go there, next page. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven, Colossians chapter 3 that day. Husbands, love your wives, and do not be harsh with them. And I'm thinking to myself, God, okay, I'm excited. You're, I need to be good to Linda. You know, this, she's, getting, she's having a baby today, and I'm going through all this stuff. Two days later, she gave birth, and that was a wonderful, it's time. And so my first time, the, our first baby was born cesarean. So, you know, I'm there. I'm watching nurses just, and the doctor just casually walk around. I'm thinking, are you getting the baby? And our doctor said, what did you just say? I said, who's catching the baby? Because if nobody else will, I will. And I started to walk toward my wife and she said, sit down. I thought, we've got a husband who shouldn't be here in the first place. Two days later, we go to pick up our daughter, and I've got a picture. We've got the baby. And the nurse said, you have to see your doctor. Uh, she can't go home today. Went to see our doctor. His office was at the hospital, and 
He said, I detected a murmur this morning. So as he's talking, guess what I'm thinking of? Nahum chapter 1, verse 7. The Lord is good. He's a stronghold in any time of trouble. And he cares and he knows those who trust. You know what God was doing? God was saying, I'm going to give you some things that you need for your life, but you didn't know you needed them. Long story short, the doctor is doing the EK, and then, you know, he stopped. He got quiet, and he just started to write. She's born with five heart defects. She was with us, though, at home most of her time for five months. Remember, when we're reading his life-giving foundation word, it's not just so we can feel good after we read it. That God knows what takes every problem away. But what God does, God helps walk us through the journey, through the struggles. Nobody knew what they were. I didn't know what they were. And I just remember uh, in November, this was something from my planned readings that kept on popping up in my heart, in my head. John, I have overcome the world. What I didn't realize, I was going to go on a journey And some of you know this, some of you don't. But guess what? God just kept on doing that. Jesus said, I have said these things to you. God wants to do for us. He just wants to keep on bringing it back to us. He wants to work with us. Remember, folks, it's stuff like this. It's not like you're opening the Bible saying, I've got to find things so they need before we know. Well, God's word is not only for awareness, but for application. Mahatma Gandhi proclaimed this. He said, you Christians look after a battle-torn planet, but you treat it as though it is nothing more than a piece of literature. James Merritt said the primary purpose is and faith in him. Not because of just what we're able to think about, but what he's able to tell us about him. John chapter 8, verse and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Jesus said, I want you to abide in my word, are doing a Bible reading plan. And some of you have been doing a Bible reading plan for a long time. And if you're doing that, God bless you. Continue to do it. Don't grow weary in well-doing. And some others, uh, I give it a shot every once in a while. We encourage you to start a Bible reading plan. Something amazing about it, there's a lot of different ways to be able to do it. Because I thought, I can't even, I can't even read. There's a lot of other things I couldn't do. You know, driving was definitely one of them. But I thought I can't read to me. I didn't have to be able to read. I struggled sometimes to, you know, with the tapping of the phone and that, and I would get through on a consistent basis. And I was able to do that for several years. And I'd write notes. We had friends visit us one time, and they said, why do you write in big letters? With big letters so you can feel the print. I was like, what? But they were just thinking what they were thinking, right? It's not bad because we all have those different thoughts. But even follow a plan to get through the Bible using the U version. And they kindly spoke to me. Well, in 2018, it's just all, all, all Bible. It's super giant print. And on March 15th of this past year, in 2020, does everybody remember March 15th? It's like the day of my life. I'm highlighting, I'm doing things, I've gone through it several times, and that's not something you have to do. Listen, for me, this is just a phase. I haven't read any other book except for what's on Kindle. Get one for you. But the Bible is God's Word, perfect and pure, divinely inspired, beautifully written, supernaturally powerful. Every Christian has a different relationship with the Bible. 
Some read it daily, some read it rarely, some flowing with life and life changing. There's a lot of different obstacles to reading the Bible. Some of you may say, I'm just too busy to read it. A good reader, that's why there's you version. You can let the Bible read to you, which is awesome. You don't have to be able to see to read. It'll read to you. Reading it from a tablet or your phone, have the notifications turned off because if you're like me, it's like, oh, got a text. Sorry, God, I'll be right back. You know, and there's things like that going on. So try not to be distracted. Sometimes people say, I've tried before and I've failed. You're just moving forward. Some people say, I don't know where to start. Well, guess what? We've got reading plans in the back. We've got one that's five, but I'm a slower reader. I'll give yourself ten. And if you say, can I have it read to me? Absolutely. Just go to version, typing in what it is, and you'll get it. We have one that's a five-day reading plan, which covers the Old Testament New Testament. Every We've got one by McChain. Some of you are using this. This covers four different chapters in the Bible. Each day gets you the Bible on a regular basis because sometimes you miss, and that's okay, remember? The important part is what? Spending time in His Word. It's not letting it be legalistic. It's having, but rather because we want to, in order to get to know Him, follow Him and please Him. It's all about getting to know Him from His Word. His, he meditates day and night. All that is is just going through. You'll read something. Something will hit you. Remember I mentioned Nahum chapter and go through it. And God helps you through the process. But our faith is brought together with his faithfulness. As we read faithless, he remains faithful. He doesn't change. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10, we read this. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Paul said, listen, I have a desire. I want to know him and the power of his resurrection. We encourage you to, to spend time in His Word. And consistency is important. And consistency just means on a regular basis. Sticky notes at the page where I stopped at each place, and then I find a sticky note, because if I don't use a sticky note, I'll never find a piece of paper, and I won't remember. Consistency is valuable. But if it's consistency alone, it will only help you feel good about yourself. The purpose for consistency in God's Word is to lead you to dependency on God. Trust in the Lord with all you is to get you to a place of intimacy with God. And sometimes that's scary because then it's like, but I'm, knows you and He loves you. But from consistency to dependency to intimacy with Him. Let's pray. We venture to continue to to continue to spend time with you in your word and and begin to spend time with you in your word god we're trusting that you'll do great and amazing things you know that jesus christ has forgiven you has brought you into a loving relationship with himself we want you to know that this could be your day message of the bible genesis to revelation and if you're listening today and you say now i wish i wish i could know I wish I could know as one of God's children that gives you eternal life. It's transferring your faith from yourself onto Him. And if that's you today, pray this with me. Dear Jesus, I know I've helped me to follow you. Thank you, Jesus. And if you're here today and maybe you've, you've been wavering a little bit and spending time with His Word, you want to start. I, Father, we are just so thankful for today. 
God, thank you that in spite of the weather, so many are here. God, just go before them as they lead this. We want to thank everyone so much for coming today.